Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is going to be our secret, okay? We're going to figure it out what it means to be fulfilled what it actually means to be happy. This is going to be a journey, but hey, we're only here once, right? Hey guys, this is Stuart, and welcome to the podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. From my friends, enemies, and lovers, I hope you're having a good day. From my lovers to enemies to friends, I hope you're having a better day. To everyone. I hope your day is pleasant or the day you deserve. Let me set the scene for this episode. I'm currently in my lake, not on my lake. I'm in my lake. I'm currently resting on a pontoon that I had to waddle through a lot of flooding to get to because for some reason, and because I'm so pig-headed, I was determined to record this episode (laughs) basically as close to the water as possible. It's been raining here in Lawson, Ireland. And I don't know what it is about the weather, but it kind of brings a dampener down on our mental state. So for the last few days, I've been very much doubting my presence on social media, my presence in general. And today's episode is going to be on self-doubt. Again, I'm going to be as transparent as possible when I say these episodes are like my logs, my journals, where I basically sift through the notes that I've taken. I have my little green binder beside me, and hopefully something will stand out that will make sense as to why I feel a certain way, why we do certain things, why everyone gets to this state where they just wonder, are they good enough? Are they worthy? Do they deserve? If any of my notes help you at any point in time, please steal them share them with loved ones let's get into it anyway this episode is all around self-doubt now as someone who puts himself out on social media i've done it for the better part of two years which doesn't actually sound like that much i have constantly been met with doubt in myself am i good enough in terms of 
the videos I post, the words I use. And I keep having to remind myself, no, I will never be good enough for everyone. At some point in time, whether it be online, in personal life, in our working lives, we are going to say stuff that will be controversial for whatever way, shape or form to other people because you cannot appease everyone. I have that as one of my first notes. You are not going to be liked by everyone, which will cause self-doubts in ourselves. If we go back to the episode on community, all we ever want, really, truly, on a biological, evolutionary level is to be accepted into a community so we feel safe. When someone doesn't accept us, doesn't like us, we don't feel safe. We feel like there's something wrong with us that we need to change. Until we realize that maybe that's something within ourselves, that we feel we should be and have to be liked by everyone. That's what brings us to a state of self-criticism where we overanalyze everything about us trying to appease everyone. But, and I want to throw this question straight away to you. If you are a people pleaser, if you've always wanted to be liked by everyone, if you want to be the person everyone likes, what happens when you go into a room and someone likes the color blue but hates red and another person is in the room and someone likes the color red but hates blue? But you like both blue and red or you don't like either. What would you do in those situations when you're asked what's your favorite color? Would you say your favorite color is something different? Are you confident enough in yourself? Or would you be like what I would do and I'd put myself with one person and say my favorite color is yours and then I'd put myself to the other person and say my favorite color is yours. Hoping and being filled with anxiety for the rest of the day that those two people did not meet and say, I said two different things. Because I would doubt, and I don't know if anyone else is like this, I would doubt my self-worth depending on who I was with. A value system, if you will. I would value other people's opinions above other people's opinions before I'd even value my own. Have you ever done this? Have you ever thought someone else deserved more of your time or your value above someone else? And that's the basic workforce environment, you know, like your manager, your supervisor, your boss, your director, your colleague in the seat next to you. We put so much value on certain aspects of life, work, money, relationships, education, that it makes us doubt ourselves or tries to reinforce the narrative of what we have and how much value that puts on us as individuals. Okay, hold on. Can you hear this? I hope it comes through. Can you hear the seagulls? I apologize profusely already, not even 10 minutes in, and I need to <laughs> oh, I need to put this onto a piece of social because it just says, if you waffle at any point, stop right now. It's in my notes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's right here in the corner. 
I even know myself or my future self is just going to like go off on tangents. So already, get back on track, get back on the train, Stuart. So, I need to put it like this. My life, the interactions I've had, have motivated me, have inspired me to do the things I want to do, to be the person I want to be. That has put value on how I want to live my life. Those people around me have given me the value essentially to raise my standards as a person, as to how I want to perceive life and how I think it should be lived. For so long, I guess I thought life was meant to be the nine to five, the pay the bills, the holiday once or, if I was very lucky, twice a year and enough money for Christmas presents, plus a little bit of savings. That was my value in myself for so long. And then, for whatever reason, for whatever shift in my life, my perspective changed. So my values are askew. Now remember, values for someone who's already very insecure about themselves, who's filled with toxic masculinity, who's trying to appease the masses, suddenly having such a shift that my perspective on life changed. My value system changed, which means it changed within myself and how I perceived myself. And everything came to a light. And I realized that I was doubting my existence. My existence more in myself. And that's a very scary thought. Does my life have meaning or worth? Or am I living to the full potential that a human life should be living to in my circumstance? Being very blunt, I'm a middle-class cis male. I have everything going for me. And yet I wasn't doing everything I could. That made me doubt whether or not I was good enough to be here. And that changed. And we got past that pit of depression. But now it makes me more aware of when I doubt my own ability. And when I say ability, I don't mean like my knowledge of something or my expertise. I mean my ability to just say, we're going to live as good as we can. We're going to try and help as much as we can. We're going to try and be as happy as much as we can. I love this idea that life is like a circle. And if you see life as like a circle where you, you're born, you live, you grow, you die, fair play to you. Because for me, life is like a bloody piece of twine that's got tangled from your grand trying to knit a sweater, but she's never knitted before. Or a pair of headphones that, you know, you somehow untangled you left down for three seconds and they tangled themselves back up again so many things make up our mentality in regards to life but the one thing we need to work on more than anything else is how we perceive ourselves and if you excuse the pun we will doubt ourselves and there is no doubt about that and again if i can take like three steps back before i went off on a tangent if I take the value that I give to people over the value I give to other people, what value have I left for myself in my beliefs and my perspectives on life for the needs to be accepted? Doubt doesn't just come 
from what you know, it comes from who you are. And when you think about it, do we know who we are? I don't. I can only answer for myself. I can't answer for you. I can't answer for your, your friend, your mother, your lover, your son, daughter. Do you know who you are? And that used to be my biggest doubt for so long. It's interesting because, again, as a value system, I asked several people who I saw as very proficient to come on to this podcast for this exact episode, an episode regarding resilience in overcoming one's doubt. I think that was the original title. Yes, resilience for one's self-doubt. And... For whatever way, shape, or form, you know, either people weren't comfortable because I did say this would get very, you know, like, personal. I tried to be as open and safe a space. Other people didn't have time. And that is completely fine. Except for the fact that I couldn't accept it. Because it made me feel was my value not enough. That people wanted to give up their time, their space, and their energy for me. But that wasn't the case at all. Because if we go back to the episode on self-respect, we talk about giving people your time. If you're able to, if you have time to give, if you're willing to give time and take away from another. If someone is respectful enough to say no, it's both a very hard thing to take the rejection, but no, it doesn't dampen your self-worth and it shouldn't make you doubt whether you are worthy of someone else's time. But that's where I was. It threw me into such a spiral. And then I had to, for lack of a better word, cop myself on and throw myself into the water, hold my head under the freaking lake, which is basically like an ice bath, and clear away those thoughts the devaluation of not giving my time to people but not being able to take it when other people wouldn't give me their time the fact that I thought I wasn't good enough in what I was doing that people would give up their time from another venture from another project from work to come to me or the fact that I just wasn't good enough I was doubting myself quite a lot this feels like a very self-absorbed episode where I'm talking about how grueling my own personal journey for a couple of weeks within my own mindset was. So I do apologize for that. It sounds like I'm complaining, but I promise you, friend, I am not. This is something we all face on the daily, but they're almost like neurological sparks of a freaking filing system. You're worthy here. You're not there. You're worthy here. You're not there. It wasn't until I basically threw myself into the lake, tried to hold my breath underwater, being frigid cold, that I basically was able to pause. And rather than having all these filing systems in my head going, worthy, not worthy, worthy, not worthy, everything stopped. And I was able to say what I was worthy for and what I just needed to work on and what people were just trying to give but couldn't at that time. In your own head, you are never unworthy. 
But when you get rejected for whatever reason, it might throw you back and make you doubt that worth. But here's the thing. Rejection has nothing to do with your worth. It just has to do with your incapacibility with the situation or the moment. And that's what I needed to realize in my personal life, my daily life for this podcast. I just wasn't compatible at that moment in time with those people. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And that gave me a lot of pause. To think, well, what else have I been incompatible for that I just said I was not worthy of? And the personal truth is quite a lot. Relationships, friendships, work, help. So those people who couldn't come on, I'll try and get them to come on again. Or I'll get other people. But it also came from my impatience. I've been told on multiple occasions I can be quite prickly and bitter and harsh. I will instantly think of a criticism as, you know, a knock against my self-worth. Because if people don't see me as a good person, then I'm not doing enough. For the conglomerate, for all the people to see that all I'm trying to do is be a nice person. Again, it's going off on a tangent, but I'm reading the note. Being rejected, knock, being prickly, and coming across as bitter. And I know what this is talking about. It was a state that happened this week and last week where my whole tendency for whatever situation that happened was that people perceived me as being cruel. And if someone perceives you as cruel, you have one to two reactions. One, you can try and see where they're coming from. Or two, you can be very defensive and give all the reasons why you are not. Me, I like to take both. And I know that's a really weird thing to say when someone is giving you criticisms about trying to be the person you think that you should be or want to be, which again affects your value system, which again gives you doubt in who you are as a person or your job or your position. I do this thing where I will get very passive and I will want open conversations and dialogues. I want to know critiques about myself if I can give responses in a 
how would you say, a manner that isn't fueled solely by emotion. And apparently I have come across quite passive aggressive and dismissive or disconnected. And I wonder if it's because I do not seem to be putting in the value or let's say the emotional value for the situation when I try to be analytical that people think that I'm just disconnected and don't give what they say about me criticisms. Has anyone ever criticized you, given you constructive criticism or just made comments about you and you've got overly emotional and when I say overly emotional, I just mean you're like, no, this is not a true fact. Or, oh, I didn't realize this about myself, but I don't think that's true. Only for it to be misconstrued as rejecting another person's perspective. Again, it's cyclical because it brings it back to the value we put on other people's opinions which puts it back to them thinking the value system that you have for them. <laughs> I have another note saying, Stuart, if you are waffling at this point, please stop. How can we bring patience into our value system for ourselves? There's a funny saying here in Ireland. Um, I'll put the kettle on. What that basically means is take a deep breath. Something could happen in your life. Um, that makes you very self-critical about yourself, a breakup, um, something to do with academic grades, a job. You go to any old bridie, any old granddad, I'll put the kettle on. We'll take a breath, we will calm down, we will take a moment, and we will talk through it. Or essentially, that's what's like in my house. Whenever anyone says, I'll put the kettle on, it's kind of a case of, we're going to stop and we're going to look at this. And that's what we need more of in terms of coming to a conclusion about ourselves. Patience. Can you hear the birds? I wish I could show you the lake. The sun has set. The clouds are now rolling in. Quite dark clouds. I'm pretty sure it's going to start lashing in about 10 minutes. It's just like the last peak of sunlight is dropping over the hills. And I just realized how cold my feet are. Again, waffling. Back on topic. We're almost there. I hope this makes sense to you. In a short term, you know, you can always think of your impatience as, you know, giving your response to a situation. But we need to think about it in the long term. To look at everything. Look at every broad perspective, not only to give, let's say, time to see other people's perspective, but give you time to do essentially what I did and make everything stop. Make those file sortings in your head kind of come to a pause. Everything doesn't get slotted into their appropriate compartments straight away. You can think, you can source yourself out and your thoughts and realize where work does need to be done, but how that doesn't actually devalue your value as a person. 
Again, I am a very, very naturally impatient person and I hate pausing for all the qualms and the amount I will profess, you know, taking a moment to yourself, meditating, taking time out of your day to work on yourself. I am so impatient, very. If I can't meditate for 20 minutes, I will meditate for five and say that is good enough today. And then I will have fights with myself all during the day being like, you should have done 20. Why couldn't you do it? Why are you not mentally strong enough to just switch off? And then I'll throw myself into a lake. And I say, that counts, doesn't it? To become the person I would like to be, to come to the people we want to become, we must be patient and accept the fact that everything is going to take time. Life is not a viral video on social media where you might hit 30 million and then 5 million and then 56 million and suddenly you're a social media internet celebrity on several different platforms and that's it, your life is a success. It will at least take us a decade, two, three, four, five, sometimes half, if not most of your life to feel that, to feel that. Because remember, it comes from a value within yourself, not your bank account, not your position in a company. You can go for positions in your company that you'd like in work, um, try and strive for the family you want, the friendships you want. But it all comes down to how you feel about yourself, not the external, it's internal. Oh, oh gosh, this is one of the few times I do wish that there was um, a, a video recording for this. Okay, so there's an otter. There's this, I'm pretty sure it's one otter that is kind of taken up residency here at Loch Derg. And he's just there. I see him poking out his head. He's just on the waterfront. He better not come near me. I don't think I'm going to be going in. No, it's gone too dark. And there is no light here, so I actually need to wrap up soon. It's actually gone pitch black. I, my eyes have adjusted. You can't think of someone. Can you think of someone who has not, let's say, put in many, many years to get where they need to be? Or is everyone that you deem a success um, in your life, in your personal, um, online, in whatever work, do they get there instantly? Think about that. And if it took them that long to get to where they need to be, how much doubt do you think they had in themselves? Or were they all nepotism babies and just handed it? The value you put in yourself, on yourself, should I say, is the amount of time you are willing to work on yourself. What I have come to realize, especially over this last week, is patience is such an annoying but necessary part of our life and our practice to try and be more stoic have more resolve within ourselves, to be able to face the moments that knock us back, that would make us feel like we're not enough, good enough. 
It's patience that will hold us more than anything else. Patience to see through the emotions in ourselves and the, the whirling of our brain. It's taking the pause. In order to get to the end game and the desired outcome. We're all going to face doubt. We're all going to think maybe, you know, we're just not good enough. But that doesn't mean we're not good enough for the entirety of our existence or our lives or our time in X, Y, and Z. It just means we might not be compatible right there and then. And usually, like I'm pretty sure I've said in nearly every podcast, it's the journey that makes the destination. You will constantly be working on how you feel about yourself and how you value yourself and what your self-worth is. So never think when you have maybe a day, two good days, a week of, I feel like a badass. I feel unstoppable, indisposable, that that's it. It won't be. There is going to come times when you will completely doubt yourself. Uh, who can I? Oprah Winfrey, Mahatma Gandhi, Brendan Gleeson. They all felt out at some point in their careers, in their lives, on their journeys. So it's okay to. You can't just accept this as fate. I apologize profusely. I am going to have to finish up the podcast here because it has gone pitch, pitch black. There is no stars. I was hoping there might be to guide me just a little bit through the forest. I now need to like trudge through to find my car. Thank God for flashlights. I can hear the car still, so the main road isn't too far. Know your worth. Know your value. And know that sometimes you're going to think that maybe you're not good enough. You might not be good enough for the situation there and then. That doesn't mean that you should stop trying. And that goes for work, for education, for family, for friends. But always remember you are good enough, okay? Don't let self-doubt control your life. So from me to you, I hope you have a good day. The day you deserve. And I want to give you a challenge. Do one thing. Do one thing this weekend, this day, whenever you hear this podcast that puts you in a state of wondering, can you do it? That could be going to the gym for an extra five minutes, going for a walk, meditating for five minutes. If you can meditate for six, heck yeah to you. Journaling, doing something for you to help you that you don't think you can. friends. I am quite cold, so I'm going to end the podcast there. Have a good day. So from me to you, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. My friends, my lovers, my enemies, my enemies to lovers to friends. I hope you have a pleasant day and the day you deserve. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast if you did 
please give a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interview. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve. Let's chat soon, okay? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.